All right, listen, we got a fisherman on the phone who set a world record. Hmm. And it's not how big, it's how many. And we're, we're, I got to talk so to this. So you're saying size doesn't matter? I do say that to everybody. You're and, the biggest uh, proponent of that I've ever met. Right, right. It's not the... You know, the paper on it in college. Uh, it, right, not the meat, it's the motion. Um, 8.32, Jeff Kolosinski from... Did I say that right, Jeff? 100%. Yes. Don't, don't try to butter us up because we think yeah. you're lying. So just let's get that, <laughs> no, let's get that no, taken care well, of right listen, now. I'm hooked on Phonics last name. <laughs> uh, genuinely hooked on Phonics last name. So when you nail that, you deserve some props. Uh, well, our next guest coming well, up is Smith. Gee, Thanks a lot, Jeff. Gee, Michaels, maybe you should get a world record holder award for getting his name right. Jeff Kolosinski <laughs> is in the Guinness Book of Records. He The new record, he caught six thousand i'm sorry two thousand six hundred and forty five fish in twenty four hours and i know what you're thinking bull crap you're also thinking <laughs> how and that's we're we're Are asking you counting the, fish that the fish you caught ate earlier in the day <laughs> how did you do this jeff well, um, boy, I've, I've had a lot of experience fishing. I used to fish for the United States National Team in the World Championships for seven of those. But my real passion is really just to share the love of fishing and uh, and bless people uh, in the language of fishing. And that's kind of what we did. So I sat on a dock for 24 hours and tried to catch all the fish I could to help out a great group called Fishing for Life from the upper Midwest here, yep. uh, a little north of you guys uh, yep. in, in Minneapolis. And they help our military families and find um, mentors for their kids. It's a really good program, and that's kind of what started it. See how he sidestepped the I, issue? No, well, well, I mean, <laughs> it's obviously, I mean, no. he's clearly a nice guy, and this is an awesome cause, but let's get back to the math a minute. <laughs> you got all of our people angry, Jeff. Uh-uh, oh, uh-uh, that's my record, and that's I mean, in a stocked pond yeah. full of bluegills. That's doable. I don't believe this guy. I don't believe him. I haven't read the article or anything, but I don't believe him. <clears throat> Who did the math clinger? Some guy's like, it starts with a dirty word that we can't say, but it's it begins with bull, and it ends with something else. He's like, that's almost <laughs> two a minute, man. It is to a minute. Um, in fact, there's a little Facebook feed. You can go out and watch that, too, to validate that. But that's what we had to do with the folks at Guinness. We set yeah. the record a few years ago. We had to turn in all the videos and a sworn affidavits from the Department of Natural Resources and all kinds of fodder. Yeah. Uh, I used to think that the Guinness Book was just a bunch of malarkey myself, but you actually really have to prove that. So several years ago, we did that. And then uh, this last year was a really good year. And wound up toppling that record. And, and so, are you counting like you know you're sitting there fishing at the end of a dock? Uh, the Asian carp that fly up and <laughs> land behind you? Do those count? <laughs> are you counting those? I would. <laughs> well, it's only a sport if you can. If an injury, if risk of injury. So maybe oh. that would be a sport. No, I. I've got people that sit there and count. Um, wow. They from Indiana I'd have to take off my shoes and be able to count more than ten. So <laughs> I have people who do that for okay. me, and I just get in the heat of battle and they document. Okay, next question from our listener. I believe him, but first, how good is he at Photoshop? <clears throat> <laughs> uh, not good at all. So, uh, so let's get into the meat and potatoes of how the actual record-breaking activity must take place. Because as somebody fishing off of a dock, you're sort of 
you can go at your own pace and as far as baiting hooks or anything like that um it, you must have a, a huge support staff a system of assisting something. you yeah with with however whatever me i imagine you're using a fishing pole but you know, you got to catch a lot of fish at and, once. And you could tell us because your record is safe. I, the last time I caught, went fishing, I caught a cold, and that was it. Yeah. So go ahead, spill it. We're not going to break <laughs> your record, we promise. <laughs> what was the All process? Good. All good. Uh, it's out there. It's been out there on, on the Internet. The, the whole secret's out. But um, this, I do have a support staff, but they're really there, and they kind of bring the, the live feed. So we broadcast live on Facebook for all 24 hours. Mm-hmm. In fact, those are still out there on Marathon Man Fishing's Facebook page. Um, but really, it's my charge. I have to sit, um, put bait on the hook. I've got to take the fish off. I've got to put it in the line in the water, uh, bring the fish in and handle them, unhook them, and kind of rinse and repeat, if you will, for a couple thousand times. And um, so it's really just me doing that. And I kind of choose a really simple kind of uh, rig. A lot of people will start, you remember the old cane pole, like a 10-foot little pole? Yep. I do the same thing. It's a 10-foot cane pole. Basically, it's graphite or fiberglass, whatever. Uh, and 10 feet of line, some live bait and a balance float, and that's really it. And I did that deliberately because um, anybody can get in a boat and drive around the lake and find some big, aggressive fish and make a catch, and that's awesome. And I love doing that. But I wanted everybody to be encouraged. Like, I love the language of fishing. I love the fish. Love sharing that with people. And I just wanted to show people... You can go in very basic gear, and the whole gear that I use is under $25, guys. For under 25 bucks, you can yeah. start fishing and have an incredible catch. Now, maybe you're not a psychopath like myself. <laughs> uh, for 24 hours to do this. Maybe you're normal, and that's like all of your listeners, I would tend to think. You can oh, go catch 10 or 15 or 50 fish and have a great day and then just do it on this gear. The world's greatest threat to all fish in Peoria and beyond is on the phone with us. He set the world <laughs> record. Uh, Jeff, Kol- Gosh, I had it right before. Kolozitski. Uh, caught 2,645 fish in a 24-hour period. Jeff, what? So what was the longest we're doing all the math. Oh, it's, it's like one every it's one every 30 seconds almost. What's the longest yeah. stretch where you're like, dang, they're just not biting anymore. It's been almost 45 seconds. <laughs> it sounds nuts. It is nuts. Um, something like that, you know. There, there's just times where the fish really bite, and I'll, I'll go on like a pace that's like four to six fish a minute. Mm-hmm. And then there are times where it slides off. Like the night is really not as good as during the daytime, and fish are fish. They like to eat and early and late um, uh, in, in the morning and the evening. Um, but, you know, there might be a minute or two. I- I'll tell you, I did a number like about this number, 2654, on Lake Minnetonka um, um, in Minnesota sure. uh, a handful of years ago. So, you know, it's kind of gone on some ponds that have lots of bluegills and then some lakes that just have some great fishing. But all in all, the theme was kind of the same. I just wanted to inc- I've been really blessed. Yeah, fishing for the country and being in the fishing industry, and I just want to share that. So, kind of, I, I want to think simplifying the tackle, making it easy. So, if somebody wants to go and say, "Listen, uh, I'm a single parent, um, or I'm just a, somebody that likes to fish, young or old," if I go and I copy this moron and I do what he does, I know that I'm going to catch some fish. And at that point, somebody can get excited about fishing and take it to whatever length they want to. Yeah. Um, and and weirdos like me do that for a full day. When you said the the cane pole i had an instant flashback to my grandmother's farm and pond where we would go and it would they had their own little stocked 
pond. It wasn't even an acre. And Grandpa stocked it with fish. I, some would call it overstocked because you dropped a, a, a hook and a worm in there and you instantly you would catch a fish. So one time I thought, I'm going to see how long it'll take me to catch a fish with no worm on the hook, right? My dad says, you don't understand, but go ahead. Go ahead, figure it out. The bait is what gets them. They don't eat the hook. That's not, you need bait. I'm like, okay, okay. Sure enough, minute, minute and a half, boom, they ate it. That's how desperate they were. So you could, it it really took me back to that time when I was, I could picture right where I was standing catching all of these fish. Uh, and it's you're and right. It's funny, it's, like you'll meet. I'll meet people at a at a business meeting or traveling, or whatever, and the topic of fishing comes up, and almost invariably, somebody has really good memories about something you know uh, with a family member, like you said, or whatever. Um, and that's one of the things I really appreciate about the sport. I don't. Ha- I used to be an, a, a somewhat of an athlete. I was almost fit. I'm not fit anymore. Uh, and I can still Bragger. enjoy the sport, so it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to be 6'4 and 4% body fat, and, you know, 220 pounds and athlete. You can go out and enjoy the sport of fishing anytime you like. And I love the fact that it's always shared with, between people. And so that's kind of what we did with the folks at Fishing for Life. So when our families uh, serve in our military, we'll go off or, or on deployment. There's a lot of time where their kids just need a hand or need somebody to hang out with or walk through life with. And so... The group that I, I, this is really all a benefit, a charity fundraiser for Fishing for Life's Next Gen program, and they find mentors for uh, service members of, of our military, and that's kind of what drove me. It, uh, it gives me an excuse to fish for a day, I will say that, but there was a, there was a little better motive behind there to just go out fishing for a day. Well, and you raised, was it $20,000 for Fishing for Life? Yeah, that was our biggest mark yet. Um, that was really cool, and so... The group is really diligent, very conservative on how they spend the dollars and making sure that they get as much as they can. And they do a ton. And there will literally be thousands of families to fish in the upper Midwest from Fishing for Life's efforts. But this particular cause really dials in on some families. And sometimes, you know, there's some some pretty tough challenges that come back when people serve the country. Um, And they're focused in on that. And they build relationships and help the kids through they teach them how to hunt fish. Um, they teach algebra. They're basically there to walk through life, and um, that's kind of why I sat on the dock for a day. All right, heads up to the children. Hunt fish, then algebra. Be careful, children. I knew there would Give be homework involved. <laughs> uh, Joe would like to know how many got away. Oh, a lot. So there's a lots of bloopers. Um, oh. and, and if you look at the Facebook feed, you'll see me. I hooked myself, uh, this time not in the seat of my pants or my shirt, but in the face. That was really good. That yeah. was a highlight. Yeah, that's good. Um, That'll get all the goth kids to look at the video. <laughs> Whoa, bro, nice piercing, man. <laughs> you know, body piercing is kind of the style these days. Yeah. Yes. Um, have you ever so, been... Uh, there's a lot of fish uh, that will like uh, sing me. So the bluegills that you may remember from your uh, the pond of your youth... Yeah. They're pretty finny, pretty pokey creatures, and yep. I'm a human pincushion by the time this is done. So I will tell you also the first uh, probably half dozen drops of blood that happened in this event were all mine. Yeah. Uh, none of them were the fish. Uh, and it's probably good to say, you know, I hook them, uh, and if you watch, I, I lift the fish out of the water. It's on a small barbless hook, so the hook comes right out, and the fish goes back in the water. And no joke, probably in under four seconds. 
Oh. And so all the fish are released alive. It's not like they're, mm-hmm. um, you know, being awful to the resource or whatever. I just think it, I'd share that for the listeners. No, that's, uh, that's uh, this is, imp- I mean, w- anything you can share is interesting because none of us have ever done anything like this to, in breadth or size. So it's kind of cool to hear. How many of the fish do you think you caught more than once? Like, did you start to recognize you know, any interesting. of them? I- well, yeah, uh, you know, I'll know this one's Fred and then Joe and no, but you'll see. So the, the hook is really small and there's just a tiny little pink dot on some of the, on the lip that I'll like, huh, either that fish ate a snail or something or it probably was a hook or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's a tiny dot. It's like a pinprick. Uh-huh. Uh, and occasionally I'll see that. Um, and I would say this year to answer your question, probably about 12 to 15, it was the most of any year, which means the fish had uh, not much of an idea of really what happened to them. Usually when a fish eats a hook, um, they're like, hey, that thing pulled me out of water. I really don't like that metal object. I'm not about that. I'm not going near a hook anymore. And so it's really hard, actually, mm-hmm. to catch a fish twice. Uh, but it did happen a few times this year. So the fish are just like all of us who have preteens. They just don't learn. They they keep making no, the same mistake. It is. Um, and some of us are past that and still trying to learn. Yeah. It's funny you mention that because uh, I went on an ocean, uh, like a charter uh, fishing trip, and I'm not a fisherman, I'm, but I'm out with some buddies, and they're all out there, and it's a chance to go out on the ocean and fish with these guys, and they're cool, and we're having a couple of beers, whatever. They all catch something. They all catch something, and these are like big fish. I don't know what they are, but they're big, and they live in the ocean. Right. So which ones would those be? A Jeff? whale. <laughs> a sailfish. The yummy ones. The, the yummy, yummy ones. <laughs> so anyway, everybody on my charter has got a fish except me. And so our chartered boat captain gets like a high sign that I wasn't supposed to see from the guy who paid for the charter. And then all of a sudden we like lift anchor and we're like going somewhere else. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I got one. And I'm fighting this thing like a mother trying to get it in. This is the biggest fish I've ever caught in my life. And then I draw it up and they're like, hey, you got old one eye. Old one eye. I got a fish that had one eye that obviously is he like swims around in the in the shallows. It's the ringer that the captain released so that you come back a satisfied customer. Right. He's got to keep his Yelp numbers I up. I felt like such a dimwit. Uh, Jeff Kolosinski is on the phone with us from Peoria. He is the world record holder. I know you're going to think he's lying, but go to twodorks.com and see the video. He caught 2,645 fish in 24 hours. Um, hey, Jeff, have you ever been to the Fishing Hall of Fame up in Hayward? Um, I have not. You're yeah. not missing a thing. You are not missing a thing. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so no rides in the roller coasters, no nothing. Huh? We, well, it was raining, so we had to go inside and do something with the kids because they wanted to play mini golf, and it was there, and I had $20 to do nothing with. So we go inside, and it's a, it's everything. I just You said you have competed. Uh, was it professionally, or, or uh, what? what's your level? Of- I was like a high amateur level. So basically, it was like the Olympics of fishing. There were the yeah. world championships, and they pick a different host country around Europe, and I was able to do that. So uh, professionals okay. actually make money at this. Uh, I just do it out of passion, and they share the joy of fishing with people someday okay. when I grow up. Well, what, do you, what do you do for a living? I do get to work uh, in the fishing industry, and I'm really blessed to do that. I work for the... Uh, Hummingbird Fish Finder Company, the Minnesota Trolling Motor Company, Johnson Outdoors. So oh, wow. it's a, a passion of mine since I was six years old. I get to follow along and 
Thank God he blessed me with a really cool gig. My grandfather used to work at Johnson Outboard at the plant in Waukegan, Illinois, yeah, ma- yeah. many, many, many years ago. Bill works as Johnson quite often uh, during the show. It's just me, my partner, my Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's it. Very I weird. Get, get it. Uh, well, it was cool talking to you, and uh, I could see how it would happen. I see it on video, but I just want to be honest. I still don't believe it. <clears throat> uh, next September 11th, tune in again, and you can watch it live. I, you know what? Let's do something different. Next year, we're going to do a hunting. We're going for the hunting record, the most whatever, rabbits, deer. But it'll be the same thing. It'll be shoot and release, and then, you know, we could go from there. <laughs> Try that. You'll have no trouble counting them all. All right. Pile, <laughs> yes. all right, buddy. Thanks for chatting with us. Have a great weekend. See you, guys. All hey, right. thanks for having me. You bet. Right. You bet. Well. See the video at twodorks.com. Uh, he raised $20,000 doing this. You can tell all the fishermen who are to nah, uh no way, but... Uh, you all want to know what what lake this is at, and it's it's a little it's uh, he says it in there it's in Peoria, but you just put put the what did he say he was catching four a minute was his pace for a while and then they quit biting and he's waiting you know a minute two minutes and nothing Ooh. but you could see it up there raised twenty thousand uh, dollars September the eleventh fishing for life foundation Jeff Kalazinski yeah sounds like a fun time it's at twodorks.com.